Sometimes, life is yikes. And that's okay. You're not alone. Welcome, Welcome to, to Yikes Land. And welcome to Yikesland, our podcast about depression and mental health. I am here with my co-host. It's Jelani Hoon. And uh, I am Chris Fung. Um, and we are here today with you on another Tuesday. Jelani, why is today great? Because uh, it is Tuesday and you guys are here with us. And uh, you making it to another Tuesday with us makes it great. Uh, we're cheesy, but we mean it. So we do mean how it. can it really be cheesy? That's right. Uh, so we would love to hear from you guys. You can reach us at uh, our Twitter at Yikesland, our Facebook at Yikesland, our Instagram at Yikesland underscore podcast, uh, or email us at Yikesland at gmail.com. Um, yeah. Give us your topic ideas, uh, your sad emojis, uh, anything you'd like to discuss with us or hear us discuss on the podcast, air. on the podcast, <laughs> if you will. Um, but we'd love to hear from you um, and start that discussion. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Also, don't forget, guys, uh, we are on uh, podcast services like Stitcher and iTunes Podcast. If you guys get a chance, uh, free time, if you guys can, head over to uh, your preferred podcast service and give us a rating and a review, if you can. That really helps us get pushed up the ratings and to be shown more, so that way we can relate to other people out there as well. So uh, thank you guys so much. Well, let's start the podcast out how we all started out. How are you doing, my dear host? I am. <laughs> um, I <laughs> am probably feeling a little uh, like stressed out and overwhelmed oh, no. or stretched thin. Um, just about like work stuff and then like all the random life stuff that there is to do like laundry the dishes cleaning up servicing your car hmm. that like is probably easy for a normal person but is hard for me as a whatever person <laughs> okay uh, as, <laughs> I was as gonna a functioning say yeah being. I was just gonna say as a different person as well I was going yike. to say I was going to say the word crazy because I do like to refer to myself as crazy as like a reclamation of the hmm. stigma about that word but then I hesitated because I know that that word is really harmful for some people mm. and they really don't like it. Um, so that's what that whole pause was about, was me being like, should you say it? It hurts some people. But then being like, you know, that's a word that I choose to reclaim about myself. So I'm OK with it. So that's right. I mean, if you here have this... thoughts about that, we would love to hear from you. Yeah. Here um, on the podcast where we are reclaiming the word yike as not just a bad thing, you know, <laughs> so like that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that all the regular person stuff uh, has been just a little overwhelming for me. Hmm. But then again, I don't know that it's maybe not true that all regular people think all of that stuff is really easy. I think that might be a construct that I came up with where I tell myself that there's like this just sea of normal people out there who are like great at everything that there is to do about being an adult. Yeah. And like maybe that's not real. Like maybe I'm just using that construct to make me feel bad about stuff that's hard for most people. Hmm. So I don't know re-examine that one <laughs> so you're just feeling kind of spread thin yeah kind of kind of exhausted a little bit like we're just the normal normalcies yeah. right now 
right? Yeah. Nothing has triggered that or anything like that. It's just kind of just... Yeah, just like just all of it building up. built you up know? of everything. Yeah. Hmm. And okay. how are you? Uh, well, so I've had a roller coaster, right? Uh, I've had a roller coaster, guys. So uh, we talked about uh, over the past few weeks of hitting a weird wall with that dream here and then um, trying to do other things with uh, myself, trying to stay positive and trying to be, you know, a better me, if I will. You know, um, this week has been kind of a, of a big, like, roller coaster for me. So there's been huge ups and huge downs uh, this week with me. Uh, like, just the normalcies of life just catching up with me as well. Like, uh, you know, some, some things that... Um, or a little bit more toxic, uh, kind of like workplace stuff and other things like that. But sure. some things where I've, where I probably, if I wanted to, I could probably just change my entire lifestyle. But like pulling myself out of that is going to be a lot more difficult. But I am looking at making a huge change, you know, with everything. Um, but like the big ups came recently with, um, you know, with the show here and like uh, running you know, the Pop Samurai Network, I, you know, went to a convention, covered it as press, worked with a lot of the crew, got real close and just, you know, ended up like having a very positive, um, great like weekend to like cap off, like kind of like the big dip and then back right back up. So it was, it was a roller coaster for a week. Um, I'm still feeling, I don't know, I, I don't know what the word I should feel is. It's like, exhausted but also motivated as well to try and like push myself out of like this kind of toxic you know area that i'm in um so it's it's weird um thing because like it was it was it was almost breakneck speeds of like bad good you know of like how how they both hit a re like really fast one after another so uh you know after that like i've been kind of all right um reevaluate everything try and get everything in line and figure out what i'm going to take what my next steps are going to be you know so it uh didn't spiral me out or anything like that guys so we're all good with that but yeah there was like a just a huge just spike of like real low real high and then so now i'm kind of normaled out and i'm trying to see where my next steps are so okay that's good stuff that's you know? good yeah sometimes it can be hard coming back from high highs and low lows to just even yourself out because yeah. all like both lows and highs can be very emotionally draining yeah. you know so then to just be okay with whatever happens next and just try to get yourself back to a baseline can be hard so i'm glad that is going okay for you yeah i mean i feel like everything is positive i have a great support system around not only myself but like um, people who are close to like the things that we're doing and the things that I plan on doing. So it's, it's positive, but, um, at the same time, yeah, that was, it was just like right after like a very low and it was just, mm. it was, it almost derailed like my entire like attempt of like trying to like pull myself and reinvigorate myself over the weekend. So it, uh, was very close to derailing me, but I ended up pushing forward, trying to stay in, in the right mindset and trying to, you know, you know take from everybody who was supporting um and so with everybody being there and everybody supporting and everyone being around me um i was able to actually you know get myself into the highest of high over the weekend you know and then uh just normal normal myself out and so like i'm okay and i'm dealing with it and i'm moving forward 
So that's good, good stuff. Haven't stalled out, not yet. You're full of winks today. Full of winks. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So that's that's pretty much how everything has went recently with me and everything with you. Um, moving on from that, I mean, we should talk about like topic of the week and stuff like that. You know, you know, how, how, what what do you got for me? this week uh so topic of the week is something that i have been seeing floating out there a bunch recently on like those little mental health i don't know if you guys see these ever there's a lot of like they're not quite memes but they're little like clips from tumblr that get reblogged a lot especially in the like mental health community Mm -hmm. and so i've been seeing a bunch of those out there um and plus some posts and conversation from uh my you know little community of sad people on facebook um talking about the concept of positivity and positivity culture um and certain times that that kind of doesn't really work for people who are sad you know Mm -hmm. and i'm sure for you guys who have been depressed out there you've been told something along the lines of have you tried just being happy uh and you know that's a big eye roll of a thing to be told um and so i you know i've been told that before or other sort of like really cringy simple fixes to depression that you know don't work that you're like why am I even getting this piece of advice from somebody right now um that you know they can feel a little bit isolating at times because you're like whoever is saying this so clearly doesn't understand the position that I'm in right now that like what they're saying is like so far away from anything that could possibly help me Mm -hmm. um you know, but then on the other hand, there are little ways that I've found that those bad pieces of advice can be implemented in a way that actually do affect my life um, that kind of do work for me. Yeah. So today I was hoping that we could talk about um, especially, you know, the one the the big one and the one that I've kind of been talking about in the past couple of weeks um, with regards to my weird stuffed sheep thing, who is a really positive guy. Um, but the concept of those sort of easy fixes uh, or those obvious, like way too obvious suggestions that, you know, kind of like bad therapists or your friends who aren't depressed or your parents who don't understand are always giving you and, you know, how those have affected you when they worked, when they didn't work, how you tweaked them and stuff like that. Yeah, almost like cliche, well, almost like cliche remedies to like, happiness if yeah. you will you know and so um for me like, like right now i just i just spoke on a little bit more i'm pro trying to be positive right and pro doing more things to be more actively positive and so right now i am i am in that mindset but i have encountered like ways that like had made kind of like these cliches or things i've been told that just like really pushed me into like oh you know you don't you you don't understand what's going on you know like and and i i don't think that like while these cliches and things like that that are being told aren't necessarily bad or harmful i think that the way that people approach or tell them to people can be harmful right so So like tone matters yeah i think tone matters i think like uh i think we've broached the subject before but like you can't force someone who is in a certain mind state or someone in a certain uh period in their life 
you can't pull them in the direction you want them to go, right? You can't just tell them to do something. You can't just pull them in just like, this is how you're going to do it. You know, this is how you're going to, it's, that's, that's not how it, it, it works, you know, and I wish it was, I wish it, I wish it would, could just like, Hey, do it this way and you'll be done, you know, but it, that's not how it works. Like everyone is different. Everyone has a, has a weird, has a weird cocktail of ways to get to different winding paths to get to their, you know, back to themselves, you know, and, I think that like when you're being told of like, oh, can't you just be happy, right? Like that's the wrong tone, wrong way to say it. You know, I mean, the, you can't just like say that. You know, that's not, that's not the the right way of saying it. You know, if you will, Ivan. One one of the more <laughs> one of the more one of the statements that has been told to me before that really irked me um, was that oh, just just experience life, right? And like I was just told the statement of just just experience life and you'll be fine, and I was like, I, wh- what does that mean? This that one one very vague, right? So I I don't know what where where you were getting this from, but two, being told that like after you know just being in the state of mind where I'm at, where it's like very low, very low opinion of myself you know having just just stalling out and spiraling and being told of like oh just experience life like that's it that's that's not a very helpful statement you know that that doesn't help me that doesn't guide me that doesn't like that's just like oh do this and you're fine you know like i i know we broached uh before when you were when we were talking about your past and your previous uh you know experiences with like therapy and you run into the to the bad therapist that just tells you oh get a job and you'll be fine you know like it's like that being told just like oh experience life and you'll be fine it's like oh i didn't know i wasn't experiencing <laughs> life before you know i i guess i was dead the entire time you know it, it, it's some something some phrases like that will sound like they could be helpful set in the wrong mode set in the wrong at the wrong period of time can harm someone you know that yeah. that can be very harmful because someone is going to hear that and it's going to trigger them up just like that that does not help me at this moment like you're telling me just to tell me like it's all right brush off here the side yeah this, it, it feels very isolating i think yeah it's it's almost like it's almost like you're, you're when someone says that to you right or says says the, like for me when someone says oh just experience life and you'll be fine that right there is almost like you're lessening what I'm going through because you're you're thinking Absolutely. that this is a quick thing. And while like again, words of positivity, guidance, and things like that can be great, and they can work in some periods, you know. Um, but just to, just like trying to have like a quick remedy, quick fix, one word phrase, or a couple. I'm sorry, one 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 phrase like remedy isn't gonna work, you know, for someone who's in who is at their low points or in the Great Depression or, you know, things like that where these phrases won't exactly help, you know, but not saying that they can't help at certain, at the right time, at the right moment with the right tone. And, you know, they they might be able to help. But when when someone tells you just like, oh, experience life, it's almost like, oh, you're what you're dealing with isn't that, isn't that, you know, isn't that big so just just do this and you're fine try this you know this will work yeah uh one thing you see out there a lot is um the idea of you know you would never tell somebody who is like physically sick or who like physically has lost an arm or something like have you tried regrowing your arm have you tried just not having the flu or something like that so you know there's obviously some 
aspect to having depression or like other mental illness um that you don't get to choose and so there's all like telling people these really cliche things can kind of feel like it makes it seem like you think that they have a choice in the matter like they're I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if I thought that I was worthless all the time and mm-hmm. sort of wanted to die every second? Like, it's my choice, you know? And it's, no, it's not that person's choice at all. Um, but telling them stuff like that can kind of feel like that. And you brought up um, my therapist that I had talked about in the past who just told me if I get a job, I will feel better. And I just like, I started sobbing in his office and then I left still sobbing uh and my best friend who had taken me to that appointment still like hate like if I mention that person's name he's like still has like a visceral reaction of Mm. hatred because he's so mad at him for saying that to me because at the time like I was asking for help and it was so hard for me to ask for help because I preferred at that, like at that point in the Great Depression, I preferred to stop existing. Yeah. And at that time, I didn't have a concrete plan to do anything. I just sort of wanted to waste away and like literally disappear in whatever way where people would notice me the least and so I was in a really bad spot and I would rather have disappeared than even be asking for help but I was like okay fine I'll ask for help for the sake of people around me who care about me Mm -hmm. and then to be told why don't you just get a job then you'll feel better was like so far from advice that could ever help me in Mm -hmm. that moment because of course I wanted to be normal or whatever it is that I've constructed to be normal and of course I wanted to just be functional and not be a problem but I felt like such a burden at that time and so it felt like being told to get a job was just pointing out another way in which I was a burden to the world because now I'm a person who is not only so sad all the time that they're taking up all this space but who also can't work for themselves and so that was just the worst thing to be told um you know but then Obviously, I did get a job and I do feel better now, but it wasn't because getting a job was like an easy fix. It's because I somehow got was able to like dig my way out of feeling so bad at that point that then I was able to kind of build up emotional reserves that included having a job, but also like socializing and like not only waking up at 6 p.m. and all this stuff that I was slowly able to dig out of the depression to the point where I could be functional um ish if you call me functional (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah I think that there's a lot of stuff out there that we get told by people who don't even mean it in a malicious way um you know because it can come from people you really care about or people that are obviously you know my therapist wasn't trying to make me want to die more in that moment, (laughs) you know, like I don't believe he was that evil of a man. I just believe that like Jesus Christ, he really said the wrong thing in like a really critical moment for me. Yeah. It's, it's, you're, it's almost trying to do the right thing at the wrong moment, you know, like, like, even though it, like you can be in the right and you can try to do what you believe is the right thing. And, and, you think it's going to help but at some at some moments it might not be the right moment to do it and if you're approaching it the wrong way you know like example so if you were to tell someone to start writing out uh like 
positivities in their life or something like that, right? If you're tr- if you're trying to do that, like, and and you, you just like, hey, why don't you just write the things that are good in your life, and maybe you'll feel better, like approaching it that way is probably the wrong way of doing it right but that's not to say that like writing out like a journal or keeping something like that where it's where you're you know writing out how that you know how you're feeling doesn't work one good thing that happened in your day but there's ways of approaching it other than like hey why don't you just write out good things and like maybe you'll feel better about it and everything like that like that's there are ways and more sometimes more sensitive ways to approaching that like and i understand like oh how do you then how do you approach someone like that how 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 would you be able to tell whether or not you're you're heavy-handed with it or not and it's 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 a tough it's a it's a tough subject especially when you're when you're going to when you want to help someone who's like in our in our situation you know and if they're in the darkest of darks like hypersensitivity to everything is going to going to happen yeah and i mean if they're in a really bad place also making a list of like the things that are good in their life probably isn't going to help them because they might need something way bigger yeah that that might be something they get to you know like there might be a level it's it's all kind of gauging out like where this person is and where they are you know so at the moment they may believe that nothing is good in their life right and so this is where you know there's certain ways of just like approaching it instead of just like coming up with like a, a coverall like an easy slap on remedy for anything you know so it's it's not going to always work and it's very difficult to try and help someone in our situations but um if you're ready to if you're trying to and you want to you know it's going to take time but it's also not just something that you broach by on your own if you're trying to help someone who's in a situation like ours you know there are, it takes a lot of people it takes it takes you know multiple people even sometimes for to help one person you know a support system around someone you yeah. can't just like and i think there's sometimes that people are also more open to advice and sometimes that like they are doing the literal best they can just surviving and so you might be saying advice that is going to really help them at some point in the future uh, or would have helped them at some point in the past. But like right now they're maxed out on trying and there's nothing that they can add to their trying. It's just all of their effort is going into like just be alive for 10 more minutes and then 20 more minutes and then 30 more minutes. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've been in that place. And so there were times when like no advice would help me. It was just like I was going to stay alive, but like it was going to take all the effort I had. And I didn't have time to be like get a happy light or like write down something good that happened in my day. Um, but I think when you are telling people stuff like that, that like, does or doesn't work for you um i think it can be helpful to also just say it as things that you've tried you know Mm -hmm. be like hey i tried this thing um rather than being like maybe you should try this thing you know unless relating to them yeah unless you have that kind of because you know we've given each other sort of homework assignments that i think we both failed at but um yeah and i don't think um, it was like necessarily our faults because like that we just kind of came up to like uh, the wrong moment to suggest it to each other (laughs) and like a bunch of stuff hit the fan and uh we 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 weren't able to actually capitalize on it but we will get back to that we will we will get back to the the segment of like setting small goals for each other right But yeah, I mean, that's a situation where we both agreed like, hey, I'm in a place where I can take suggestions from other people and maybe they'll work for me and maybe they won't. Maybe I'll keep doing them and maybe I'll try it one week, be like, this is dumb and then quit, you know, um, and try to 
find another thing that helps us feel better but like that's a situation where we've both been like I feel good enough about being able to try a new thing that sure I'll try your new thing because like you know me but if somebody isn't asking for that advice then uh, you know sometimes unsolicited advice to depress people can be pretty harsh feeling so I think like for me like unsolicited advice is very difficult and it's very it's it's a minefield right because you could say the wrong thing at the wrong time and push someone back but at the same time like if they are working on it and they're pushing themselves further and further along that they and they're digging themselves out of the hole you know if they're trying to get out of this this slump that they're in or they're trying to stop spiraling like eventually they may be able to get there where they can start taking the advice of small little, little things to help them but when they are in the, the dark of the dark right literally support system you know that they need is really just knowing that there is someone there for them right um someone who maybe won't give advice but will just lend an ear you know yeah because knowing that like hey i'm here to listen to you if you need someone to talk to right and that right there may get them to open up other than like uh, besides just like telling them like hey try happy light or something like that or or experience life you'll get better and just like trying to like slap something on it and then walk away from it it's more of just when someone is spiraling or when someone is in the darkest of darks or in the great depression it's not going to work that way you need to it's it's difficult to say but if you want to really help that person you just have to let them know that there is someone there for them if they need it you know and if like you have to constantly reassure them that if you want to open up or if you want someone i care about you i'm here to listen to you i you know even if you just want to do all the talking I'll listen you know yeah. and that's the thing it's like sometimes most of the time i feel like that when people give us the um the uh kind of unsolicited advice it's almost people who can't really relate or who aren't really in it for the long haul not that they don't care but i can't like really like be there all the time for the person right so it's almost just like oh try this why don't you do this and they kind of like try to move on to the yeah next almost thing. like or... they're hoping that it will fix you quickly because then they won't have you know because they're not gonna be there every day to like listen to you just you know, being and, sad over and over again and that's the thing where it's one person isn't gonna be able to just pull one person out completely but you know if they the more people that are around them that actually care and support them that there may be a way to do it you know and pull them out of it if or guide them out of it i mean not pull them out of it but uh like the unsolicited advice like that's it's it's not always going to work and it's not it's not it's 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 a heavy-handed way of approaching it if you yeah you know so well i think something you were saying earlier um is pretty important about just listening um because i think that's one of the arguments that you see against positivity culture a lot um which is that uh you know it positivity culture as a or positivity as a normative thing which is like you should always be positive you should always look on the bright side removes space for someone to feel bad and in real life there are things that are going to make you feel bad just by chance like sometimes you're going to miss the train and sometimes traffic is going to be bad and sometimes the weather is going to be bad and there are all these things that are out of your control you know and there are also times that you should feel bad like you're going through a breakup or someone you know like passed away and those are times that it's 
human and normal and very very healthy for you to be feeling bad and so if you're enforcing positivity culture in a really normative or like strict way that's just like a positive blanket that's supposed to be on top of everything um that removes a lot of chance for people to feel like their genuine emotions you know it's Mm -hmm. sort of in a way invalidating of negative emotions and i think when you're depressed you feel negative emotions almost all the time and like the best thing you feel is numb and the worst thing you feel is a lot darker than that um but there is i think something to be said for accepting that hey sometimes i'm gonna feel bad but i'm gonna keep living anyway like i'm gonna keep trying anyway and hopefully later I'll feel better and sometimes now I'll feel okay at like small things like oh I took a really nice bath with a cool bath bomb or Mm -hmm. you know oh I did all the laundry and I put it away and that was a big accomplishment for me Um, but sometimes you're just going to be like hey I had a bad day and under kind of the sometimes positivity culture can make you feel like you're supposed to feel bad about feeling bad and then you're just feeling bad twice which is worse for you Mm. so i think you know there is something to be said for that argument which is that like it's okay to not always be okay yeah um Um, and i think that can be very relieving and reassuring to be you know it's like how we tell you guys all the time and we tell each other you're not alone and we say that because we want you to understand that it, like you're not the only person feeling super sad all the time or bad or angry or like you hate yourself or whatever. Those are all things that we feel too. And so I think it can feel better sometimes to accept that you're going to have negative emotions, but that everybody has them sometimes and that that's, you know, that that's okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's when you are in the darkest of darks of the depression, um, you have to realize it's 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 when you're in the spectrum of the depression, right? When you're in the darkest part of it, you have to get that person to realize that it's okay to start feeling better about things, right? And start feeling happiness and start feeling that things. But there's ways of doing it, right? You have to get them to realize that there's people who care around them and people who are there for them, right? And then they start realizing that, okay, I can pull myself out of it and I can start feeling better about things you know and then when they get to a place that's manageable and a place that is okay they then have to start realizing that it's okay to feel bad about things right and utilize the full range of emotions that everyone has you know um when they get to a manageable level when they get to a normalcy with their depression they have to understand that like oh if i get a parking ticket it's not my fault it was out of control or i mean i don't know if it was your fault you know but just this example like let's yeah. just say like so, something happened that well like okay i got a parking ticket and that's all it was right i can feel bad about it but i'm not going to spiral out on it right and that's the thing about like feeling the range right and understanding that i that also when you're at a manageable level you can feel happiness about certain things as well because you know you can feel good about certain things but you can also feel bad about certain things as well and just live normally you know and that's what we hope to get to we can't just like yeah positivity culture is is great and like it wants to blanket positivity over everything but one of the things that's negative that's not that's it's that's weird about it is that it also puts in the light that oh you shouldn't feel bad ever you know it should be all positive yeah, and which I think that's... which is not the right thing of like thinking but all the time even though right now i'm very pro trying to think positive trying to do all these things but i think that 
in my way of thinking that you have to be able to feel both sides of it and understand that balancing both is the right way of doing it yeah. you know and it's um, also like that's what works for you and it may not work for everybody else and exactly. for some people trying to think positively all the time is just going to cause a thing where they're like trying to correct their own feelings all the time rather than just experiencing their feelings and being okay with them and so you know it's not something that necessarily works for everybody um and i think that for me that's why and i've talked about like the stuffed sheep thing which is really weird but it's actually just secretly um kind of like a mental trick for me because i've now created this character that's outside of myself who's positive all the time Mm -hmm. and if i was really that like here's the thing i can never really be that because i'm probably at least what I think about myself is that I'm always kind of going to have this like underlying I've tread the path of depression so much that like those paths are always going to be there even if I like build a different city on top of it there are still tunnels underground that are from this and I'm okay with that because it has brought me a lot of strength and it's made me who I am and there are good things that have come from it too Um, but I'm kind of always going to feel like that's still there within me and that's still a part of who I am. Um, and so it wouldn't make sense for me to just be this weird, blindly positive, like caricature uh, of a person or character, but it does make sense for me that that's like a separate stuffed sheep or whatever. And so I think about, this is super weird because like, I'm 26, but, like, I think about this stuffed animal a lot and what he would think. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, the stuffed animal doesn't really have feelings. It's something I've given him. So it's actually just a part of my brain that's, like, let's section off this part of your brain to be a place where positivity is very appropriate and very productive. And then the regular part of your brain that you've decided is you can just feel whatever it feels Mm -hmm. and you can call upon this other guy to make you feel better when necessary um and so like that's the weird weird thing that i've done um but it works for me and so you know different stuff is going to work for different people um but i think you know i think that people's critiques of positivity culture as just a blanket thing or something that is to be enforced are very legitimate because it can be very harmful Um, and you see a similar thing in uh, the eating disorder slash body positivity community Mm -hmm. that this reaction towards body body positivity has come out um, a little bit and there's a concept called body neutrality which is that you don't have to love your body all the time because the just the idea that you're supposed to love every part of yourself all the time and think that you're perfect and beautiful and whatever is kind of too much um because then you end up feeling bad about feeling bad about your body and instead it's okay to just be like I don't know this is fine you know like look at my arms look how they can lift things look at my legs I'm glad they have the strength for running but like you know I don't really like how this part looks right now but that's fine like it's just a part you know Mm -hmm. um and that can be really empowering for some people too um because I any time that you get very restrictive with your thoughts is not considered super healthy for people who have had eating disorders and stuff like that. And I think that there's a parallel to be had with the depression community where any time that you're being restrictive with your thoughts about saying, you know, I'm not allowed to think negatively can also be unhealthy for people uh, because then it's just a secret way to blame yourself more 
or think worse about yourself when you fail to meet this unrealistically high standard that mm. you've set for yourself. Um, but I mean, I definitely, this year I've gotten to the point where I am trying to like be more positive and think good things. And like, I have the stuffed animal thing. Um, but there are absolutely points in my life where being told, like, just think about what you're grateful for or like, look on the bright side, see how many people care about you, like just made me feel worse. Cause I was like, man, I would love to think on the bright side, but I can't. And so now I feel terrible, like a broken person because I can't think on the bright side, mm. you know? And even if you're not in like the worst depression of your life, there are going to be times where you can't think on the bright side cause you're just too tired or you're too stressed and that is okay and just like a regular human thing um and so i think uh one way that i have noticed that i get restrictive with my own thoughts not about positivity but is about this concept of normal like i mentioned earlier where mm -hmm. i'm always saying this is what normal people are like and this is what depressed people are like and like that is just a thing that i made up that i use to feel bad about myself and like i don't know maybe there is no normal people um there's just people yeah we've definitely constructed a thing as a society where regular people are not depressed like that's true but it, i don't you know, I wouldn't say that it's really true that regular people are not depressed. It's just some people are depressed and some people are not depressed or some people are more sad and some people are less sad right now. And stuff yeah, like I that. don't think that there's such a thing as like, oh, this is normal, right? Or this is how normal it's going to yeah. be. Like, I mean, we, we grow up thinking that, oh, the, <laughs> at one point we thought, oh, a nine to five and everything that would be a normal life and people like the dad going to work in the suit and coming home <laughs> and like sitting down with dinners like everyone thought that that was normal but then like i mean the that all depends on, like where you grew up you know it all like what's normal here is not normal somewhere else you know yeah. like you know i mean people who grew up in like where my father is from in, in cambodia like they don't like have that you know they don't have like the normal like regular day-to-day -day lives like they like other people here in america have or people who live in mexico don't have the same thing like that or you know or different parts of the united states as well and i don't think there is like such a thing as like oh this is what normal is i think there's just this is what this is what people are you know these yeah. are people are this you know and if you know you start thinking that way of like not thinking and feeling bad that oh i'm not normal well like i mean just understand that you're a person and you're just like every other person out there and if you are how you are someone out there has got to be the same way as well you know and so if we can get in that mindset that might help us out more than just everyone going through and just thinking on the extremes you know yeah. and thinking of like oh you know you got to be positive about everything or you have to be negative about everything it's like oh maybe Maybe just balancing it out like what's good for you and you're just a normal person and they're not a normal person, but just a person, you know, you're yeah. people. So, so, yeah, I think there are definitely ways that I do enforce like this concept of normal people that is just harmful to me mm -hmm. being like, oh, I think this and this thing. So that makes me such a freak and like regular people aren't like that. And that's not necessarily true. But then there's also ways that the constructs I use them to help myself like I just f with regards to like the eating disorder thing if I start to think um 
like bad thoughts about my body or I'm like looking in the mirror too much or like looking really close at my face and like picking out flaws. Well, guess what? I'm going to find them because I'm looking for them. And like, are they really flaws? No, that's like just a thing that we as a society and or the media and or people trying to sell us stuff have fed us so like no they're not really flaws but i'm gonna find them and i'm gonna call them flaws because that's what i'm looking for and so instead i just like heart down don't it like if i start thinking about that in my head i will just go no you're not allowed to do this this is so stupid Mm. and for some people that really wouldn't work you know because that's kind of just blaming yourself for thinking bad stuff but for me that almost always works where i'm like don't do this you could be doing something more productive with your time you're literally not allowed to have those thoughts that's too dangerous of a place to go back to um and like that works for me with eating disorder stuff but it doesn't work for me with depression stuff where if i think like i don't want to be alive you know and then i think you're not allowed to think that i'm just like i feel twice as bad now (laughs) so i think that there are some ways where you know that stuff works in some ways where it doesn't and there's just no hard and fast rules about any of this for anybody it's just going to change for you even over your journey or even within a day um so I think the most important thing is just that we not prescribe things to other people in a way where we're like, this is what's going to work for you. No. But, you know, you accept what other people are doing to get to where they need to be. And you can suggest things if people seem like they are like asking, you know, for your small goals or anything like that. <laughs> but um, we try not to be too prescriptive to ourselves or others in a way that's just going to like pile on all the, I think the best, yeah. I mean, for now, I think like one of the best things you can take away from this is that, yeah, like over blanketed, like cover, like remedy for fixes alls and stuff like that. Don't, don't happen. And, and what we're doing here, but I think that there's way to be a, a great support system for someone and just being there for them can do more than just that positive phrase or mindset can yeah. do for that person, you know? And so just being there for them and, you know, and then for all of us out there, just realizing that like, well, you know, I don't think that anybody out there is ever going to just be normal, but I think that you can be you. I think you can be the best person that you can be and be, you know, okay with that, that there may be flaws, there may be bad things that happen and experiencing both good and bad with life is probably how it's supposed to be you know right yeah i suppose you know <laughs> well uh yeah so what did you guys think out there i mean you guys uh, what is your guys opinion on it everything like that send us an email at uh yikesland that's yikesland at gmail.com and uh you know we'd love to hear from you guys give us any comments or questions or maybe even your thoughts on it if you will and you know we'd love to hear from you guys out there um Chris, where can they go to find out more information about us and all of the good things? Uh, we would love for you guys to also reach out to us on Facebook at Yikesland, on Twitter at Yikesland. As we mentioned, you can send us an email. Uh, we also post a lot to our Instagram at Yikesland underscore podcast. Uh, and we've been talking about um, some hard stuff today, like we always do. Um, so if you guys feel like you need to reach out to somebody, um, you don't feel like you have anyone you can talk to, there is a great resource out there. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Um, it's confidential. They're available 24-7. It's free. Um, you can give them a call at 1-800-273-8255. 
Um, if you are feeling like you really need somebody to talk to, that is a fantastic resource to have out there. That's 1-800-273-8255. So, yeah, folks, uh, hopefully you guys are out there and, you know, relating to the things we're talking to you guys about and to the things that we're experiencing. I mean, we, we're not we're not at all like professional like doctors or anything like that or or, or but we have had experiences with, you know, with this thing we call depression here yep, and just living regular in, sad people and just living in Yikes land. And uh, we hope that uh, our stories can somehow relate to you guys somehow and our discussions can somehow get you to think and maybe even talk with other people as well, you know, about, you know, this subject because that's what we want to do. We want to start a dialogue and get people talking about it because we yep. feel like it, even though people are talking about it, it still could be used, you know, it still could be put out there some more, you know. And even if you guys disagree with us completely, I think that's also brought up some of our more interesting podcast topics. Yes. Hearing from people who totally don't agree with us. Exactly. Because uh, Jelani and I tend to agree on a lot of stuff about depression um, in broad strokes, even though the nuances of what we think is a little bit different. Um, and that's fantastic in that, you know, we get along then and stuff makes sense to us and we're both just like making jokes about depression. Um, but, you know, in another sense, we really like hearing from people who totally disagree yeah. um, because then we get, you know, other sides of that input that we probably wouldn't have thought of because okay. that's just not how our brains are set up. So we love hearing um, other opinions as well even if you guys are like hey you know you handled this really weird i would have handled it this way or i yeah, don't that's like that's fine and you that's, know, that's, I don't that's like us all these growing words all of this stuff we would love to hear any of your feedback yeah. um so just let us know no wrong way for you to be doing your own depression so um, yeah and you know love we, to talk to you about it exactly and that right there is you know, if you want to start a dialogue with us on how you thought we were doing or how we're discussing it wrong or how your our experience is different from yours, that's already creating a dialogue. And that's the goal of this show. It's the goal of it's not for you to agree with us and it's not for you to just like completely understand like that the way we're doing things is the right way of doing it. It's for you to, oh, the way they're doing it, if you think it's wrong, it's wrong, but it, it gets you thinking about like other things and maybe like on a way of like how you would approach it yourself. And the, hopefully that leads you to be on your path to getting to a place of just being, you know, an okay, okay with yourself. You know, that's what we want. So, yeah, good. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us here. Uh, this has been your host, Jeline Hoon, along with host. Chris Fung. And we'll catch you guys next week. Love all of you. <laughs>